0: Welcome to NC Realtors Redefined, the NC Realtors Podcast, sponsored by Century 21. On this episode, Nick Scarcey, Local Government Affairs Director for Greensboro and High Point, joins Nicole Arnold to talk about a book that has influenced him in his professional life. Seth Palmer, Director of Regulatory Affairs and External Communications, brings us a recap of NAR Legislative Week and an overview of what's happening in the world of government affairs. And I sit down with Partner Program Coordinator Maurice Brown to talk about the benefits of the Realtor Partners Program. But first, NC Realtors News. We are thrilled to announce author, activist, and actor Michael Fosberg will headline Mosaic NC Realtors inaugural diversity conference this fall. In his engaging sessions and speeches, Michael advocates organizations to cultivate a culture of inclusion and diversity. Mosaic is happening October 8th in Charlotte and will bring together realtors from across the state to engage in discussions on diversity. Visit ncrealtors.org for more information and to register. Want a chance to meet Exchange 19 keynote speaker and legend Diana Nyad? Enter our Exchange 19 website scavenger hunt. Winners to receive a ticket to an exclusive meet and greet with diana the contest runs july 1st through july 31st visit exchange19.com for more details
1: thanks for listening to redefined our nc realtors podcast in this segment we'll discuss books that influenced our professional lives I'm your host for this segment, I'm Nicole Arnold, and today I'm interviewing Nick Scarcy. So Nick is our local government affairs director with the Greensboro and the High Point Associations, and we are going to talk about a book today called Without Saying a Word, Master the Science of Body Language and Maximize Your Success by husband and wife team, Kasia Wazowski and Patrick Wazowski tell us a little bit about what attracted you to Without Saying a Word in the first place.
2: Sure, so um, in sort of the everyday course of my work I think it's really important to understand reading body language and being mindful of your own body language and um, really I just read a short description of it and it really drew me in.
1: All right, well, tell us a little bit about the author. They based their research and experiments on themselves, but also on others. And who particularly did they look at?
2: Yes, this is interesting, especially for us in government affairs. Um, They really looked closely at the presidential races in 2012 and 2016. Um, You know, they found that Barack Obama was very warm and opening. He was expressive. He was very... very much open to listening even to his opponent Mitt Romney during debates. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of his his body language was open during those. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas they felt that Mitt Romney was very mechanical and stiff. Mm -hmm. Um, He's a little bit harder to get a read on and harder for him to connect to. So you fast forward to 2016 and that was also very similar to Hillary Clinton's um, body language and style. Um, And then um, Donald Trump was a little bit different where they felt that his uh, personality really had a lot of dominance in it, a lot of masculine, um, you know, macho kind of swagger to it. Confidence. Um, Confidence, yes. And um, they felt that both of those candidates, both Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, had very off-putting body language.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. That is interesting. Well, let's talk about specific examples from the book of body language gestures and what they mean. So can you give us a few examples and tell us exactly what that is?
2: Sure, so first of all, mirroring body language. So, you know, if you lean back in your chair, maybe, you know, put your hand on your, your uh, thigh and get really comfortable, and then you notice the other person doing it, that's a sign that that person's being very receptive and open, that they're, they're understanding what you're saying and um, they're following along. So, that's typically a very good sign. And if they don't, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, handshakes are very interesting. And this is another part where the um, author takes a great deal of care to really throw caution out there that, um, you know, to be careful of overly firm handshakes, especially from men to women. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's usually a sign of dominance, superiority, mm-hmm. and if somebody's, you know, really crushing your hand, uh, that might be a message that they're sending or trying to send. Yeah. Um, and then the um, sort of dominant handshake that you can do is, is um, as you're shaking your hand, um, you turn your hand up to some degree. And they talk a little bit about how to counter some of these gestures in the book as well.
1: How do you think this book has helped you professionally?
2: Sure, I think learning that um, you know, body language is often portrayed Faster than thoughts or before you can control yourself really goes to show you that you got to learn how to read body language to be effective Um, You know, I have a lot of one-on-one meetings and things like that And I've always felt like I've been able to get a good vibe from a conversation and this really gives me a set of Um, things to look for and things that I can interpret and break down and really a whole system of looking at that conversation and getting a sense of how it's going, how did I do, what was the other person thinking um, and really helping me to make some uh, very well-informed decisions about the person I'm talking with and how the conversation went as a whole.
1: I think there's a lot of applications there for our Realtors and our affiliate members so thanks so much Nick for being with us today. If you found this podcast to be interesting to you, please listen again. We'll do this segment again in the future. And if you have a book that has made an impact on you professionally, please let us know at NC Realtors.
0: Joining me now is NC Realtors Partner Program Coordinator Maurice Brown. Welcome Maurice.
3: Hey, thank you for having me.
0: How can the NC Realtors Partner Program benefit NC Realtors members?
3: Well it can benefit them in a number of different ways. Um, We have different types of services, business services, lifestyle services, technology um, to make their business easier, their lives easier, to enhance it in a number of ways and save them money along the way.
0: Are there specific types of partners that members have access to?
3: Yes, they're geared towards their business and their personal lifestyle. We have, um, you know, four categories. We have insurance services because they need errors and omissions and then personal insurance. Um, We have lifestyle services that kind of goes into fitness and travel. And we have technology because, you know, real estate is moving at uh, fast pace and technology is part of that now, so we want to make sure we're in those areas. And then the general business services, such as you know, uh, legal background, marketing, business supplies. So we want to make sure that we cover all angles, and we're looking to expand that as we move forward. Um, so there's tons of partners. You can always go to the website to check them out. Um, you know, www.ncrealtors.org forward slash save. Um, And we're constantly adding and constantly updating. Partners are running specials all the time for our members specifically.
0: Well, thanks for joining us today, Maurice.
4: Welcome to our newest feature in the NC Realtors podcast, A View from Raleigh. Each month, we will feature an important story from the NC Realtors Government Affairs team, as well as give you an update about what's going on on Jones Street with the North Carolina General Assembly. First, let's take a look back at the National Association of Realtors Legislative Meetings. May 13th through the 17th saw realtors from across the country descend on Washington, D.C. for this annual event. As usual, North Carolina was well represented, with a delegation of members coming in from the mountains to the coast. Over the five days, attendees had a chance to hear important updates regarding Realtor Party programs, legislative and regulatory issues facing the industry, and so much more. On May 15th, attendees traveled to Capitol Hill to meet with Senators Tillis and Burr, as well as their individual member of Congress with their federal political coordinator. This year's advocacy talking points focused on the National Flood Insurance Program, Qualified Opportunity Zones, and Fair Housing. Also during these meetings, four NC Realtors were recognized for their contribution to the Realtors' Political Action Committee. Lou Baldwin, Margaret Bishop, Valerie Michener, and Katie Thomas were each recognized for achieving the $25,000 level of investment in RPAC. Thank you to each of you for your contributions and thank you to everyone who made the trip to DC to advocate for important issues for our industry. And now, let's take a look at what's going on at the General Assembly. Over the past month, legislators have been working hard to complete the biennial budget process. Both chambers have approved their respective budget packages and now they are in the conference process and engaging with the governor working towards a resolution. Remember, a budget must be passed by the General Assembly by the end of the fiscal year in order for the government to remain funded at its current levels. Also, we have seen a lot of discussion by both chambers on important realtor priorities, like association health plans, private road maintenance agreements, and short-term rental regulation. We are continuing to follow multiple pieces of legislation So make sure to watch each week's Realtor Advocate for updated information about the progress of these important issues. And make sure to listen to next month's edition, where we'll feature a new story from the Government Affairs Department, as well as let you know what has gone on at the General Assembly.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of NC Realtors Redefined. Be sure to catch all of our episodes by subscribing on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or SoundCloud.